hi guys welcome back to another episode of the spotless minds podcast it's your host olivia jonell and i am with the lovely the beautiful the amazing lavender and she is a content creator anime enthusiast actress i mean the woman can do it all and so i'm so excited to sit down with you today we got some stuff we can get into Mm-hmm. So I want to start off with how was your week? How are you doing? What's been going on? Oh, it's, it's been a long week um, <laughs> and it's only Thursday. Um, it's been a lot of meetings like this, you know, definitely a lot of uh, online calls, uh, studio sessions. My brother's recording an EP. His name is Mikey Rapp. So we got in pretty late last last night, but I'm still bright and early for you. Um, one time. I appreciate, yeah, I was like, I one thing I am is I'm a firm believer of dedicating time. If I tell somebody I'm going to be somewhere and do something, I could be rolling in drunk or tired, but I'll be there. Um, so yeah, it's been a week. Um, this I don't know, this week was just unusually busier than normal. Uh, I got a lot of edits to do. So it's it's been a week. We're still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, still going. Yes, it's that full moon energy. I don't know if you're into astrology. But, oh, for sure. Yeah. This you see my house. I was like, I've got my altar, my stones, the, the, yeah, I don't play about that. Absolutely. I can't see it, but I, I can see, I, I can imagine it. So mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I have been watching you. Well, we, we met, did we meet? Have we ever met in person? We met like once and that I was telling my husband this just yesterday. I was like, we met like once Um, when I first moved to Cali around 2016, like yeah, almost like seven years ago. And that was the first and last time I saw you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've been watching you on Instagram and I've watched your journey. And mm-hmm. one thing that has inspired me the most about your journey is your content creation journey. And mm-hmm. now that I'm like tapping more into content creation, I know how much confidence that takes. I know how much consistency it takes. Mm-hmm. The creativity part keep yeah. mind strong. So tell me about that journey for you and what's been the motivation and, and pillar of that, that transition for you. Ooh, um, starting content creation for me was very scary. I felt that I was very late to the game around 2016 when a lot of people had moved to California. That was the thing. The internet was on and pop. And 2016 was a year for that. A lot of the creators we watch now who have transcended to like mainstream television, they started in 2016 on the internet. So for me, trying to take a leap of faith, like I don't really understand the internet. I consider like my generation, the middle children. I'm a millennial. So you have like the older generation that knows like labor and hard work. We got stuck in the middle of like the analog and internet age. And then you have the ones that are younger than us that just use the internet. So content creation was really difficult for me because I didn't know, do I go the traditional route and do the legwork to get the work that I need to get done to get recognized as an artist? Or do I use the internet in order to do that? So it's been a battle, still is. Um, I think what, what propelled me to move forward into content creation are my peers. Sometimes they see you better than you see yourself. Cause you know, it's like, uh, what does Elijah say? You can see the forest from the trees kind of thing. So, you know, I took a risk. It was very scary at first cause it's uncharted territory for me. But a book that I read often when I ever feel stuck or scared, cause you know, 
you got to keep in mind that you're an artist and you're sensitive about your stuff. So, and the internet oh, is... Everybody. Okay, uh, period. Because the internet <laughs> is vast for criticism, you know? So if you leave yourself open to that every time you post or create something. But yeah. a book I go to often, um, I don't know if you're into the books, I'm a bookworm on a low, is uh, Who Moves My Cheese? Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a quote in there that he says, what would you do if you're not afraid? And anytime I feel like I get the anxiety or I can't create or I don't know how I'm going to feel, I'm nervous. I literally ask myself, I'm like, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And I go post it. And then I just close my eyes and literally hit post and be like, hope for the best. If it doesn't go the way I want, the most I can do is delete it. That's it. So that's how that started. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a lot of risk, uh, a lot of fear, but you know, I still get scared of creating stuff, even though I've been doing it probably consistently for about like three, four years now, mm -hmm. still, it's mm -hmm. something I just have not gotten over yet. Yeah. Same here. I don't, I don't know if you ever get over it. I hope you do, but I don't know if there's ever a time where you, you don't just care what people think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if it ever is a stopping point, but you have, made it look so easy oh, thank you <laughs> your transparency I think just shows through your content because like not everybody can can just get on there and like show their body like mm -hmm. where it is now mm -hmm. not everybody can show their workout progress everyone has this thing where they're like the content has to be perfect mm -hmm. and so and Yes. No, yeah, go ahead. no go ahead um I agree with that and I think once you let that go is when I think you will create the best content ever um and then you'll attract I think the right audience because mm -hmm. when you're trying to portray something that you may have a difficult time keeping up with you won't you won't attract the right audience and then you won't understand why they're not engaging but if they can take you when you're that skinny, done up, not done up, you know, no 40 inch bust down, Afro, whichever, which way you'll cultivate the right audience and they will take you as you are like, and then it would generally just be there for you, mm -hmm. for the content, you know, um, something that we, I know we've talked about before, but yeah, once you come in and show up as your authentic self, which people I know sounds corny, but it's a real thing. People have difficulty showing up as themselves. Yeah. They want to show up as what they want to be perceived as. And that's, now, I feel like that's the fastest way to failure or short circuiting or burnout, trying to be something that you're not, you know, everybody progresses, uh, progresses, excuse me, and grows. So mm -hmm. if they see you when you're here, that's okay. Let them grow with you. Like Cardi B is an ex excellent example of that. We've been mm -hmm. rocking with her from the strip club, teeth looking crazy, the nine. And then we grew with her all the way until she's hit superstardom. So I think that can apply for everyone across the board, you know, whether you like her or not, but I'm just talking about like the growth part of it. Mm hmm. So, yeah, you mentioned something on the phone about how you are able to, like, stay private with the things that are that you don't necessarily want to show. How mm -hmm. do you do that? Like, how do you determine what it is you want to show what you don't and mm -hmm. keep it separate? Of the course, I actually consult that. No, you're right. I actually consult the people that I love and care about, like my husband, my family, my friends. For me, where it initially started, um, when I was living in New York City, that's where I'm from, um, I was getting my nails done at a hair salon. I said, get my nails done at a hair salon. Get my nails done at a salon. And somebody was posting something. And unfortunately, it didn't work out in her best interest. You know, she had some probably some enemies out in the street. And they came to that place. From that moment forward, I was always very strategic about what I post. Because, you know, you just don't know who has the right intention. 
But if it is something personal that I really want to share, I would consult whether it's my husband. I'd be like, hey, daddy, do you mind if I post this? He'd be like, honestly, mommy, I want that to stay private. I go, okay. Same thing with my family, my friends, because you just don't know what people have malicious intent or not. So that's how I've decided that. I would always check in. Of course, I want to share my entire family, my friends, my loved ones, but I have to still consider their safety because the internet is the wild, wild west out there. I like that. I like how how you're consulting people. I never even really thought about doing that. I know that sounds crazy, but like, yeah, I like that. Uh, I didn't think I knew you had a child. You have a child? No, no children. Oh, okay. 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 Like what? Okay. Okay. Like my family. The only person I consider my child is my youngest sister. I just didn't birth her, but she's mine. (laughs) Okay. Even with her, you know, she's 25 and I'm still like, Hey, do you mind? And she's like, of course. But you know, because they mean so much to me, I just always check in and say, Hey, do you mind? Because you know, maybe they don't want their image out there, you know? So I'm always kind of checking, check the temperature a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so this channel is all about beauty, health, wealth. Um, how does that tie into what you do on a daily basis? Give us some okay. tips on yeah. your your regimen, everything. Okay. Like a day like today, you know, we're prepping to get in and do the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the morning, I usually start. Uh, my house has to be clean. It's a thing about that. Uh, I'm not super religious, but I do believe that cleanliness is next to godliness. You know, you just got to show up for yourself. Uh, That's something, you know, me and my younger sister have also talked about. Um, I feel like it's a form of self-care in a strange way, Uh, showing up for yourself and just presenting yourself as your best. Um, I meditate. Like I said, I wish, I don't know if I could pivot my camera, but we'll get to it. Um, I have an altar in my home um, where I meditate, I journal. I definitely have to like empty my thoughts from the night previous, or I even try to meditate five to 10 minutes before I go to bed to kind of just dump the day out because I don't want to carry that in my subconscious through to the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a morning and nighttime routine. I notice adding a nighttime routine helps me sleep a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big What's on skincare. Huh? What's the nighttime routine? So my nighttime routine is like when I come, it's kind of like the wind down. So I'll come in, let's say like a night like last night, you know, late studio session, I'll come in. I usually would light a candle. I have one in my bathroom. Um, I'll take a nice long shower. I'll do some evening affirmations just to remind myself of a great job that I did today, a great job that I'm going to do tomorrow, you know, stuff like that. And literally that extra 10, 15 minutes of just like honing into myself, just being having gratitude and thankful for the day that now I can lay my head to rest and enjoy the next day. It has made my sleep and just into the next day so much better. Just Mm -hmm. that small 15, 10 minute adjustment. Mm-hmm. And how many hours of sleep do you try to get a night? Oh, I am a firm believer. Seven is my sweet spot. If I get six, I'm thankful. But if I can get an eight to 10, I'm in there uh, for sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 35 now. I go to bed at 930. I'm one of those. If I don't get a nap, I'm out. <laughs> Today I got five <laughs> hours, but we go make it work. <laughs> for sure. Same, same, same. Okay. So um, how do you manage being in a relationship and uh, your self-care at the same time. I find when I'm in relationships, which is why I'm single, uh, when their mood is off, I have difficulty like maintaining my own balance. What's What's been your, um, I guess, remedy for that? Okay, especially being married. So of course, it's a, it's a lot, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. My husband is an introvert and I'm an extrovert. So there's already challenges there right? Mm-hmm. And we both comp- compartmentalize things very differently. So sometimes we have a 24 hour rule where if it's something that 
will affect you in the next 24 hours, then this is the discussion that needs to have had. But if you kind of simmer down, you know, cool your temper or whatever it is, come down from it in the next 24 hours, we usually just kind of let it go. So that's what's been working for us. Because me being, I'm an Aries, hothead, short fuse, that has helped a lot for me because sometimes I can get into really bad situations because I'm acting impulsively. So mm -hmm. I usually will always be like, hey, you know what? Check back in with me in a little bit. Let me get my 24 hours. Let me see how I feel. I'll check my temperature. And I feel like if I still feel away about something, I'll be like, okay, can we have a discussion about this? Because mm -hmm. by then I'm level-headed and I can point out the exact things that may have upset me or frustrated me, or maybe is it misplaced stress from work, you know, those kind of things. So yeah, I would definitely say, um, I don't know if you would call that a delayed reaction, but give it time first, I think would help. Sometimes it'll just resolve itself. Mm -hmm. How do you do that in the same house? It, that's the thing. Thank God we're both gamers. I, I Sometimes I'll stay in the room. He'll be in the living room and he'll come <laughs> and he'll be like, mom, are you still mad at me? I'm like, no, I'm not mad. Or vice versa. Papa, are you still mad at me? He'll be like, no, I'm not mad. Rule number one, we do not go to sleep angry. We will deal with it in the morning. Nice. I love yeah. that. I love that. It takes practice. It's no easy feat. I wouldn't even sit here and be like, it's roses. This is somebody I've been with for a decade. So yeah, we've been through it all together. Mm -hmm. For sure. Is he in the content creation space at all? Not at all. My husband is a nerd through and through. Okay. He is not creative. Yeah. Okay. And so how does your content creation affect him? Yeah. So sometimes the long hours, because he doesn't really understand the, like the, the strange hours that we have. Sometimes we got to work at night during the day, the editing, the long shoots, sometimes even the pro bono work, he doesn't really understand. He's like, why don't you guys get paid for everything that you do? I was like, unfortunately, the industry was not built that way. Uh, this is this is a precedent long before I even entered Earth. So um, he doesn't understand that. However, what I do appreciate is because he's so green about things, the opinion is always very honest. Mm -hmm. You know, I can sit there and be like, well, what do you think of this? Because they're not thinking from a creative brain of the pros and cons of the material. It could be like, well, I like this part, but this part seems like this. It's mm -hmm. very green. I know if I need an honest, creative opinion, I can ask him because it's not biased. He's not a creative. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. But he's very supportive. That I can say. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Um. So what advice would you give women out there right now who watch your content, who are like looking at you and they're just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can be as confident as her or I don't know if I can do what she can do. Just give us some words of wisdom and strength. Sure. I would say first things first, uh, baby steps. Work with what you got. You will grow along the way. And patience is key. It, nobody starts off like this. We've all had to work to get here in some form or facet. But I definitely would say patience is key. The better you also, the better you know yourself, the easier it will become to become confident. Mm -hmm. I believe a quote that I heard recently was like, the greatest gift in life is getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people don't get that, you know, um, in the course of life, because you're always still kind of figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Humans are always evolving. I journal a lot, too. So I always kind of go back over my random thoughts, my most vulnerable moments. And that has helped me be like, OK, I can better understand this and work with that. So mm -hmm. those will be my words to you. You can do it. It just might take some longer time. It's like, it might take some people shorter time, but definitely appreciate the gifts that you do already have. Mm -hmm. You don't worry about what you don't have yet. One, one great thing about being an artist is I feel like we have that luxury of getting to know ourselves because we have to to create content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, what's been ways outside of like journaling, 
um, meditation, what's been ways of you getting to know who Lavender is? As corny as this may sound, trial and error. Mm. I tried a couple of things and I was like, ooh, that didn't go the way I thought it would. Mm. And then some things I'm like, okay, this actually surprised me. I wasn't even thinking of trying this and I like it. Definitely trial and error. Like, what do they say? Um, to try is to fail. So it's like, you might as well just do it and work it out. It's literally like, you're never going to get it right the first time, I feel. Mm. So I do my best to try to at least give it the E for effort and try to do it right. So I ain't got to do it twice, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I really do work. You have to be proactive. That's mm -hmm. the word I'm looking for. I was like, what is my brain searching for? You have to be very proactive with yourself. I'm really serious about yourself. All right, guys. So I'm sponsoring my own podcast today. On this channel, we talk about all things health, wealth, beauty. And so what better way to protect everything that you've been working hard towards, the healthy eating, the working out, building your wealth, building your beauty, if you're not at least going to protect it financially. Um, back in the day, the men were the breadwinners. So we, when we passed away, there really wasn't much if we weren't married to really be passing down. Now we are bosses. Hello. CEOs um, we are actually head of households these days and so I just want to come and remind you that there's no better time to get your life insurance than who you are today because your health um, your age all of those things affect your prices so if you plan on having kids in the future if you have kids in the present if you're protecting your family and you were to pass away today is everything that you've been building your legacy protected? That's the question. If not, what better way other than working with me and getting your family some life insurance? Uh, I'm the best at what I do. Number one life insurance agent. So definitely let me know. I am a broker, so I work with the top A-rated companies. So I can for sure get you the best deal in the market uh, with the best companies uh fastest payouts girl i got you just know i got you all right to get to that point mm -hmm. so what's next for lavender oh my goodness uh, uh trying to understand acting the acting industry is still even though i've been in it for a few years now it's still very green for me mm -hmm. but i also do feel that um i have some other gifts and talents that i haven't explored yet I got called on one of them yesterday. So in the studio, so I kind of had to eat that. Um, you know, there's parts of myself that I'm still vulnerable about that I want to work on, do some shadow work um, and just keep growing and evolving as an artist and as a woman, at that, mm -hmm. for sure, a black woman at that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like people don't um, understand um, how difficult the acting space can be. Mm -hmm. especially for black women oh yeah. goodness the layers um, so what have you learned recently uh for all the actors out there actresses as well um just some some key tips new in the industry I would say do not wait for an opportunity always create your own as you can see what is happening right now um at the time this probably will go up there's a writer's strike happening and, you know, um, just the business itself has shifted since COVID started. It really put it on its on its head. So I would always say, do not 
don't wait for the handout. Cre always create your own work if you can. If you don't, delegate, ask for help. Like Issa Rae says, network across, ask your peers. You know, you guys can get there together. There's enough room for everyone, first and foremost. And I've noticed that has helped me grow um, and iron sharpens iron. Like my peers now, we have a thing that we do. We meet at least once a week to check in on each other creatively. Hey, have you been working on your magazine? Okay, I need help in this in this area. So we'll delegate. Hey, have you been working on your EP? Okay, do you want to shoot sketches this week? I'll help you film. At least once a week, check in with your peers that you're creating or with or our other creatives. And it'll help you guys get through together mm -hmm. because you don't want to depend on an industry that can sometimes be unstable. You've got to make a way for yourself, period. You mm -hmm. have to. Mm -hmm. And so what's... Yeah. What's been your avenue? Um, I know you do YouTube. Yeah. What What is the avenue for you? It started off on Instagram and one of my peers was the one that told me that you can earn and generate revenue on YouTube. I didn't even know that mm -hmm. until 2020. I was so late to the wow. party. Right. He was <laughs> like, why don't you have any YouTube? I was like, for what? <laughs> He's like, you can literally take this material, put it on there and generate an income. I was like, you can make money online. But that's a part of that, like, not being knowledgeable about the internet era, but you know, you have friends that care about what you do or just care about you mm -hmm. and are willing to give the knowledge that everyone else is hoarding. So, mm -hmm. you know, he showed me the road. Shout out to Ken Edwin for that. And he was just like, Yeah, I will help you through whatever you have questions, feel free to ask. So okay. yeah, that's how I navigated and shifted over to YouTube. And it's just I feel like it's a much gentler audience over there. Of course, you still have people that troll. Instagram and Twitter, I feel like, are toxic on another level. But for stuff like this that we're trying trying to create that is transformational, motivational, informative, YouTube is a really great space for that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm kind of like trying to shift more that way with my content for sure. And what content do you want to create? Fun anime stuff, because I feel like a lot of us blurs don't get enough credit. I feel like there's a stigma behind what they think nerdy black people look like first and foremost and it's now i think becoming cooler to be black and nerdy before you would probably get ragged on a clown on for being smart speaking white liking comics anything that's like smart or technological mm -hmm. um at this day and age i love the duality that yeah i could be into the ratchet shit but also still you know bust out a book like right now i'm reading the millionaire mind but I'm probably going to watch some ratchet TV later on in my day. You understand what I'm saying? So it's the duality that I love to show on my channel about that. Because it just brings forth a more authentic audience that can resonate with me. So you know what I mean? I can imagine yeah. you as an anime character. Oh, thank you. <laughs> What's going to be my name? Lavender. Ah! Of hey. course. Yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, the hair, it just, it just matches. I love that. Can you tell me what it is about anime that people like? Like, I have not gotten into it. I've seen one or two, but I, what is it? Explain I it. I think it's the action. For me, I think it's the action. And for me, it's like a type of escapism. I get to transport into some other world and I'm also learning another language I watch them um, with the subtitles so I listen to the Japanese and read them most people might dub it and they listen to the English version mm -hmm. for me my love for anime or just animated cartoon action cartoons started from back in the day when we didn't have computers so I was watching Cartoon Network after school I do my homework the cartoon the action cartoons was like four to six so you have like Tsunami I was watching the Powerpuff Girls Gundam Wing you know that kind of stuff and I kept with it and stayed with it 
-hmm. then it transferred over to like Dragon Ball Z. And you would listen to the, it's kind of like, think of it like the soap opera cartoons. They go on forever. Mm -hmm. There's always some overarching enemy, drama, love interest. All of that is in there, but it's just in like cartoon form, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You have your favorite characters you fall in love with. Um, you want to know what happens next. It, and it's kind of almost like that Harry Potter thing. There's many a books you can read and then they turn them into films. Same rules apply. So that's the reason why I personally love anime so much. Okay, so when I, I guess when I was thinking anime, I was thinking the ones on your wall. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. those two. Oh, yeah, I, I was thinking those specifically because, but when you said Powerpuff Girls, I was like, oh. That's considered an anime. Yeah, yeah I didn't think about it like that. I was like, oh, I, I like them too, I guess. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah those are the, those on your wall to me are yeah. so different than yeah. Powerpuff Girls, but I guess not really. It's just it. the type of animation that it is. You know, they, it, of course, Powerful Girls, they're younger. At the time I was watching it, I was also younger. But now that I'm much older and more mature, I can watch more mature anime with more mature themes and things like that. So mm. that's what this is about. Like One Punch Man here, very action driven. They curse. It's very sarcastic. So it's more adult driven where it's like, okay, people our age can enjoy an anime like that. It's not so like kiddish or childish, mm -hmm. if you will, for them. Mm -hmm. And so what what kind of content do you want to create with anime in mind? What do you think? Well, now I do like some reviews on some <laughs> of my favorite animes. Like I have some on my gaming channel. So it'll be like, let's say I just reviewed um, my last episode of Demon Slayer episode nine that I just watched. So I've done stuff like that. I might give my commentary. Um, if I watch an animated film, I would review stuff like that, um, predictions on what I think would happen next. So it's kind of more in that reaction review space that I'm doing with anime right now, because I'll mm -hmm. talk your head off. So that I know I can do. And I'm really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. My anime content at this time. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, who are some people you're looking up to right now? Ooh, and like in general? Yeah. Oh, Michelle Obama. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Michelle Obama, there is something about her. I don't get to see her often online, but every time I do, it's like a breath of fresh air. Love this. I love me some Michelle Obama. She's going to tell it like it is. I would say my second after that is Issa Rae. There is something about her I just enjoy. It's like, I don't care if she's making a hamburger, walking down the street, or writing the next best series. It, it's just something about her aura all the way around for me that I just love. Mm -hmm. Love. Maybe it's the camaraderie and just how forthright she is and unapologetic about how quirky, how weird, how awkward she is. I just and, love that. And unapologetically black. That too. Absolutely. I just love that about her. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love that about her. Mm -hmm. so okay. Yeah, her. And you know who else has been on my radar? Low key. She's kind of creeping up on me. Quinta. Who's that? Quinta Brown. I think that's her last name from Abbott Elementary. She's got the round eyes, round face. Oh, yes. I even loved her from Black Lady Sketch Show the first season. I was like, who is this woman? She is really funny. And, I, and just like, I love the dry humor. She's really, she's been on my to do lately. I really, really feel like I'm right about now. Mm -hmm. for sure. So, are you planning to connect with any of these ladies? I've put it on my mood board. So, fingers crossed. We'll see. God damn it. Especially, I would love to meet Quinta and Issa. I think I'd pass out if I do. I don't fangirl often, but those two, yes. I love it. It would be a moment for me. I love it. 
Um, let's see. Mm. So we touched yeah. a little bit of the beauty. Mm -hmm. Give me some on the health. Uh, so I've been watching your journey with working out, uh, yes. with eating better. Like, tell me what your current um, things are that you're doing now and what's been really transforming your life and in the health space. Okay, so um, I'm a vegetarian, but I dibble and dabble with seafood occasionally if my iron is low. Mm -hmm. um, I love working out outdoors. Uh, during the pandemic, obviously, you know, working out was difficult for everyone. Everyone was gaining weight. Nobody could really go to gyms. That's when I learned more innovative and fun ways that I forgot childlike how to work out because we, all, we, were, we yeah. always were outside. Mm -hmm. So I definitely started running outside, but most importantly, I found jump rope. I forgot how much I love to jump rope and double dutch and do those things. Doing that, I inspired other people to get jump ropes. They would tag me in their videos and it made me feel good. I didn't think something that like a three and $4 jump rope would get me in shape like that. It's a full body workout. I was able to drop what, 40 pounds that year. I got a weighted jump rope. I've got speed jump rope. So it's, and it's a really, you just go find a corner jump rope for about 15 to 30 minutes if you want. It's equivalent to running like two to four miles, depending on how long you jump. Wow. Right. So in this, yeah, in this full body. So I really started to get good with it. Like I said, to the point, a lot of those people that now that I'm getting back into it again, are like, oh my goodness, I always looked forward to your jump rope videos. It really inspired me to get lose weight, you know, and they definitely would show me their progress, which made me feel good. So when it came to fitness, I love, I don't know. I just loved working out outdoors. I'm an outdoors kind of person, but I know at the time it was a difficult thing to do. I do hike a lot. I like to work out with stuff that doesn't make me feel like I'm working out. Mm -hmm. So like hiking and jumping rope, they seem like very fun, strenuous activities, but I am burning calories versus, you know, running on the treadmill or lifting weights and so on. So that's how my workout regimen has been going so far. Mm -hmm. I try to dedicate some time to myself at least three times a week to do that. If I can do five, that's great. But at least at the bare minimum of three gets my endorphins going, puts me in a better mood. Mm -hmm. Um, even just to function and work, it just gets my brain going. That's usually how I start my morning at like 6 30 in the morning. I either go out for a run or I'll jump rope or I'll hike. Mm -hmm. Then I'll come back home and start my day. And I just like I just feel so much more energized when I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. You should start a jump rope challenge. Oh my god, everyone was like, Are you gonna do classes? Ch everyone, everyone mm -hmm. has been asking me to do that. Everyone. <laughs> I would love that. Okay. It's fun. Mm -hmm. like crap jump rope you put on your favorite jams and you go for like 30 the 30 minutes would just pass you by you wouldn't even know mm. it's really fun okay okay I'm gonna do that I'm gonna add that to my regimen I was gonna say how do you feel about fitness what are you doing on your fitness journey right now journey, but fitness <laughs> right now I've just noticed how much food has maintained my weight okay so intermittent okay. fasting um eating between certain hours eating as well yeah yes eating what you want but also eating smaller portions mm -hmm. most important I found mm -hmm. when losing weight when I meal prepped that is what kept my appetite under control and mm -hmm. I definitely had more like high fiber and less fat, fat soluble I think that's how you say that foods mm -hmm. but yeah it kept me for a little longer and I would always opt for like fruit and water at the top of the morning. I was less hungry throughout the day. Mm -hmm. If I had a very sugary or high sodium breakfast, I was hungrier throughout the day. So yeah, those things do make a difference on what you eat and 
the time frame in which you eat them. Mm-hmm. Fasting, uh, water yeah. fasting. Uh, yeah. So not eating for three days is the goal. I have yeah. yet to do that. Oof. Girl, I will smoothie and juice it up with just water. I haven't, I haven't got the discipline yet. It I think and the I, was like twenty four hours for me, and I was like, okay, yeah, and that, <laughs> I'm that's the that you have to get through before you start being like, okay, like I don't need it. And okay. the that third day, your discipline level is on a whole different level. Like you just start seeing it reflect in all areas that you were undisciplined. In. You're like, okay, well if I cannot eat for three days, right, I don't eat anything. I mean that that's that's hard it's hard but then the more you do it the more you start being able to breathe during those moments like when you're really hungry and your stomach is starting to like tense up Mm -hmm. breathe your nose drink some water Mm -hmm. with activity okay and the next thing you know like it's been two hours Wow, I was just going to ask you, do you still work out while you fast, uh, doing water fasting at that time? Sometimes I can, sometimes I cannot. Okay, that's honest. I don't force it. So like, I might go in, do like 15 minutes on the treadmill and then, or the elliptical. And then if I'm not, if I'm low energy, I just don't force it and I'll leave. And so, yeah, listen to your body. For sure. Yes. For and sure. just the fast. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever I have to do, sometimes I need two naps that day to get through it, you know. Right. But, but during that time of listening to your body, your body would tell you what you need to get through it. Um, and what else? I'll add that to my to-do. I was just like, I, I, I can't, I can't yet. Please. But I will. I have yet to know anyone who's ever done it. Please let me know how it affects you, um, and if you feel the same type of discipline. Because I think that's the number one thing I look for is finding ways to um, find more discipline in my life. I love that. Yeah, I love that for you. That's fantastic. Thank you. And uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Cut me on. Watching YouTube videos? No, like (laughs) YouTube workouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I find me a fine piece of chocolate, you know? And uh, Mr. London, shout out to Mr. London. Oh my Uh, God, he's one of my favorites. Yes. I love you very much when you see this podcast, but he is one of my favorites. He cuts on it. He, he he brings the London accent. He's like, you can do it, ladies. Come on, let's go. I want to get rid of that food car. Get rid of the food car. That was fun. For sure. For sure. Cutting him on, uh, getting 15 minutes in, just every single day, just implementing something towards my goal. Um, So that's been fitness. But yeah, outside of that, I didn't, I, I realized mental is really the key in all of it which brings me a good question to you what sure. keeps mental strength through hard huh. times it's hard I let me start with that I'm not, I'm not perfect it's still a work in progress for me uh like as like I said going back to what we said previous journaling I just have to get my thoughts out of my head and on paper mm-hmm. um growing up like 
I wouldn't say isolated, but I'm the oldest of the girls, but I was raised alone. So I'm okay with being by myself, but I always would talk to myself and just kind of go through my own thoughts. But writing them on paper and going back to review them at a later date really helps me because mm. I just feel that I have a hard time finishing like a stream of consciousness and my mind's going a mile a minute. So yeah. if I can jot down as fast as I can get that, and I'm like, okay, let me go back to this and kind of reread what was happening at this time. It makes it a whole lot easier for me, whether I'm like drawing stick figures or shapes just to get the thoughts out. That is what's had, I have so many books and journals and notepads in this house of just my thoughts on paper. You are me and you. Girl. Yeah. It's like just oh. trying to understand them. So yeah. many thoughts pass your mind through the course of a 24 hour day. Insane. You just can't get to them all. You just can't. Insane. Like that, that, that is crazy. You have to be like, I, sometimes I have to be like, stop, stop. Yeah. You're doing Absolutely. too much. Like I'm turn trying off. to get it done. Yes. Turn off, please. Yes. yes. I can agree with that. It's been yes. very difficult. And I think the older I get, the more I've been finding myself doing more critical thinking. Mm. Um, I know some generations, they're not into that, but I really find myself like, I'll sit in the house quiet for at least an hour or two to just critically think about things. Right. Just kind of weigh the pros and cons in my head a little bit. Um, but yeah, organizing my thoughts on paper has definitely helped. I will say that. Awesome. Sure. awesome. I love that. Well, this mm -hmm. uh, recording is ending. So can you please oh. tell people, I know, please tell people so, so fast, please tell people <laughs> where they can find you and how to get in contact with you and mm -hmm. uh, maybe something uh, to look forward to when they, when they find you. What oh, love to see it greetings everyone my name is lavender monroe you can find me at at ad symbol i am lavender monroe across all platforms that includes twitter tiktok and youtube um what you could look forward to we have a feature film dropping in august by jamar hill the trailer is up now show some love pew 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 and of course some of my fun anime videos over on my instagram because we are having a fun blurred time over there okay i think that's it before i make this awkward but yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much this was a great podcast thank you beautiful and let's 